I, I don't want to call him a, a tour guide or anything like that. Uh, I, I want to call him a brother because that's what he is. Uh, Brother Bob's got to meet with him as well. Is he here? Wow. Hey, Fote. Whoa, there you are. Hello. <laughs> let's, let's turn that around. I don't, I don't want you to see Bob. I want you to see the congregation. Because Bob will scare see you. Bob. How are you? Okay. That's, that's not everybody, but it's, it's pretty close. That's fine. Well, that was quick. I wasn't ready for you. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. I'm going to kind of stand close. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. This is, this is not everybody. They're spread out across the church. But this is Chestnut Dale Baptist, and uh, we're here for you today. Thank you so much. Uh, we just, uh, I, I just thought you might uh, be able to tell the church a little bit what's going on over there and then uh, give us an opportunity to pray for you. If that works for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. If you, do you want to kind of tell them what's going on maybe today or this weekend at the, the war and, and how you and your family are doing? So first of all, uh, thank you so much for this opportunity to be with you today. Uh, in fact, uh, for the last few days, it's been a little bit quiet. So especially here in Jerusalem, things is, let's say, somehow normal. Uh, at the beginning of the war, it was really hard because a lot of rockets, they fell into the city of Jerusalem. Uh, some of it fell almost like a mile away from my home. Another one fell almost like half a mile away from my home. So uh, schools, they shut down. Uh, markets closed. Everything was closed for the first 10 days. Uh, these days, uh, life starts to go back to normal. So from tomorrow, kids, they will go back to school. Not uh, the whole days, uh, maybe three, four days a week for a few hours a day, which is really great. Uh, they want to see how it's uh, going to work during this time. Market is open. Let's say 80% uh, it's open. Still the way to the West Bank, like to Bethlehem or Jericho, it's really hard and it's really closed. We cannot go back and forth uh, unless it will be open. Uh, it was not really expected to, to have a war these days. Uh, maybe this is the last thing we were maybe uh, waiting. Uh, we didn't know that this will happen, but unfortunately things happened. And uh, today is a little bit better, but still we don't know. Uh, I believe that still this is the beginning. So I don't think that is going to end soon. I think it's going to take time. I uh, hope things will stay calm. hope things will be okay. hope people... And so people do not be killed. Uh, and let's pray for the peace. All right. How's your family getting along? Uh, it's, it's, it's really hard, uh, Chad, for the first few days, uh, especially they are home. They can't go out. It was not. It was really unsafe to go out, even to go out to the uh, courtyard to play there because you don't know when or where a rocket will uh, fall down. Uh, they didn't leave home for almost 10 days. Uh, after things start to calm down, they start to go out. I start taking them out here and there, take them with a the car, take them in a ride. Uh, yesterday it was the first time I was able to go to see my family. They live in the old city of Jerusalem. So yesterday I took the kids, I took my wife, and we went all the way to the old city of Jerusalem. And we were able to sit and have dinner together. 
So it's a little bit better. They are happy that school uh, tomorrow. Usually whenever they have school, they will feel unhappy, but this is the first time I see them. They are happy that they, they will go to school. They will go back to normal life. They can see their friends. They can talk to their friends. So I think these days they are a little bit better. Still, you can see that uh, the consequences of this war are still here. Uh, I would not say that it's 100% normal, even with the kids, but I think that we want to make it normal so people, or at least the family, they feel okay and they start back, going back to normal life. Me and Bob were talking a while ago. We had not a thought. Um, with you guys, with the country being shut down right now, uh, does the government supplement your income? Anybody's not just yours, but anybody's income uh, while while everything's shut down. Still, still, uh, still, they didn't talk about that. They said that they will do it, but still, it didn't happen. Which is good and bad. Good because maybe there is a reason. Maybe they see that it's going to over soon, which is really good if this will happen. Uh, it's bad if it will take more time, so it will be bad for a lot of people. But I think that. In case the war will uh, stay longer, most probably they will compensate uh, a lot of people. Hopefully the war will be over soon and we'll go back to normal life, we'll go back to our business. Each one can go back to his business, each one can go back to his work. Uh, the last thing we want to be honest, just to sit home, uh, Chad. Uh, you know us, we are on the field every single day, we are touring every day from 7 to 7, so it's really hard for us to be home. Uh, hopefully, hopefully things will be a little bit better. Let's see what will happen, especially now with the border at the Lebanese side. Unfortunately, two days ago, they decided to evacuate uh, a few uh, villages at the northern port of Israel, especially those they live at the border with Lebanon. Uh, and I think this is not a good indication for us. If they start now to evacuate them, that means there's something maybe is going to happen. Maybe not. Maybe just, you know, to feel that they will be safe. But I think that uh, these days or let's say from tomorrow, we, we have to see. We have to see what will be now the next step. What will be now coming on? Uh, any problem will come from the northern part, from Lebanon, because honestly, for the last two, three days, it's been a little bit quiet with Gaza. Not a lot of rockets, they start, or they are coming to, to Israel, and I think there is something wrong. I think that uh, maybe there's a storm after all this quiet time. So let's see. Let's see this coming week, what it will bring for us. What about church? Did you guys get to go to church today or our church is still closed? So today we were able to go to church. So today, last week we were not able to, but uh, today we were able to go to church because uh, they said that uh, if there is no shelter, you cannot go to the, to the churches. But today, in fact, uh, we went to church, which is really good. We were able to go to church today. Now, when all this took place on the, the 7th and 8th, were you guys in church? Or had it already happened, or uh, happened afterwards? Sorry, Chad, I didn't hear you. When when the war uh, broke out on uh, in, what two weeks ago now, were you guys in church, or had, did it happen? In fact, I was I, I was touring Chad. I had a group uh, from Florida, from Jacksonville, and uh, we were at the area of Galilee, the Sea of Galilee, and six thirty in the morning. Uh, I was listening to news as usual, and I heard that, uh, as you heard, what happened. So we were touring, and that day uh, we went all the way up to the Golan Heights, and we went to the area of the Sea of Galilee. Uh, the first day, you know, I didn't believe what I heard, because as I heard it, I felt that it's like a Hollywood movie, to be honest. Like, seriously, is this is happening here. 
uh, unfortunately, after eight o'clock, uh, nine o'clock, people they start hearing about it, and I was honest with the pastor. I said we have to tell the people. I had fifty-four people, so I told the pastor that we have to tell the group what's going on because sooner rather than later they are going to hear about that. If it's not from our news, their families they will just text them, they will call them to tell them what's going on. We told them and we said that everything is really safe. And next day we went back to Jerusalem. And then things start to be really insane. Unfortunately, we were not able to continue our uh, our tour. We had to uh, cut the tour, and we have to send them. We had to send it to Jordan, and from Jordan they were able to find a flight because uh, all the airlines they stopped functioning here to Israel, uh, especially American Airlines, European Airlines. They said not anymore. So the only way was just go to Jordan, and from Jordan just find a flight back home. Uh, and what made really things worse, uh, we were driving in Jerusalem when out of the sudden, uh, five o'clock, they heard a siren. And according to law, we have to stop the bus and we have to go down from the bus. And I just told the people that this is what's happening here. There's a siren. That means there's a rocket uh, coming close to us. And all of them, they have this application, which is tell you if there's a rocket comes to you. So And they heard the, the rocket when it fell down and they saw the smoke. And I think that was uh, the end of the tour. We went to the hotel and we were really able to fight for them a way to go to Jordan because they closed one of the borders with Jordan, which is Allenby Bridge, close to Jericho. So we had to drive back to the north, which is to Galilee, to take that uh, border to go all the way to Jordan. And they spent in Jordan four days, some of them, some of them five days, till they were able to go back home. Thank God, 54 people that went back home, they were safe. Uh, unfortunately, there was a reason why it happened while they were while they were here. I don't think that it's the best way how you can end your pilgrimage tour in the Holy Land by having a war or rocket comes next to you. But I will say that uh, God is good. Uh, they left home. They are safe. And we are safe. That's good. I was going to ask the church if anybody here had questions about Israel, Fote, anything you'd like to know or ask. Absolutely. If you have any question, I'll be more than happy to answer it. Y'all have had a week to think. I think they're all just in awe that we have cell service up here to do this. They know everything. <laughs> well, I can tell you, and Bob can too, that this is one of the finest men that Israel has ever produced. And uh, we thank the world of uh, Brother Fote and his heart. Um, he, I was trying to tell the congregation a while ago, you're not, you're not a tour guide, you're a brother. And, uh, and I, I respect you and, and love you to death and just very thankful that you and your family are safe right now. Um, and it's been, it's been tough. I feel kind of out of pocket not being able to talk to you guys as much as we'd like to. But we know that uh, you guys are safe now and you've been able to, to text a little bit and tell us that y'all are still safe and good. And uh, I, I hate it for the family. I hate it for your kids that they're having to go through this and uh, the country as well. But... Uh, we're just we're thankful for um, for y'all's safety and, and thankful for uh, y'all's military as well. You've got the best of the best over there to protect you. Thank you, thank you. In fact, in fact, Chad, I think the the hardest time for me was uh, when the war started and I was uh, in Galilee, and uh, I heard that uh, a rocket fell almost like half a mile away from my home. I think that was, to be honest, maybe the hardest time for me. 
because that day I had a phone call with my six years old and she told me that daddy there's an explosion took part close to us and the only thing I was able to say I said this is uh, a fireworks daddy so don't be, don't be afraid they are celebrating they were happy so it's firework and honestly that night I wasn't able to 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 sleep I didn't know what to do shall I leave 54 people alone at the end of Galilee and go to my family shall I leave my family and just stay with my group it was really hard decision for me to be honest Chad seriously uh, especially when I heard that two rockets within two hours they fell close to my home uh, but you know something Chad I think that uh, as you said uh, we, we are blessed thank God we are blessed and we know that God is with us and I knew that uh, nothing will happen to my family God will be protecting uh, my family so honestly the only thing I was looking for after you know like uh, 36 hours from that uh, incidents i was just looking forward to just to go home to see the kids uh, see see that they are alive to be honest because it was really hard and i told my wife don't open the door don't let them go out just stay there we have a shelter room anything will happen just go to the shelter room i'll be soon uh but thank god thank god i will say that uh, we passed the situation now uh we are okay uh, hopefully our country will be okay hopefully life will be back to normal Hopefully this will end with a loss, uh, with a minimum loss. To be honest, uh, Chad, uh, the the more time the war will stay, I think uh, the more people we will lose. So hopefully the war will end soon, and hopefully life will be back to normal. I think that this country and the people they deserve better life. To be honest, so this the thing that usually I will just pray for, pray for the peace, and uh, pray for the justice. What? That's how we're going to do it. We're not going to keep you. I know it's a little bit later over there. It's probably time to eat supper for you guys. Yes. All right. So they won't see your family. Is that something you can do, if possible? Uh, I can. I, I, I can bring some of the kids to be honest. But now you know you don't know what's going on in my home. Uh, my one-year-old she's in bed, which is good. Thank God. After you know we were fighting with her, she you know she was tired a little bit and she went to bed. And they have two, they are now studying. Tomorrow they go to school. So tomorrow they have exams. I can bring maybe Sam. Sammy? Bad. <laughs> Sammy? Bad. All hi, Chad. Bad. I'm Chad. Say hi. All of hi. This is here, Sam. Here's Sammy, Samuel. He's 10 years old. And uh, he looks like his dad, by the way. Yeah. So exactly. tomorrow he has school. Are you the one that done the, uh, the robotics? Yes, he's the one. Okay. He's the one. And look what he's doing, Chad. In fact, he, he, he gained time and he took advantage of the time. And this is what he was doing during the war. He uh -huh. was just trying to draw things during the war. And this is what he did uh, almost. He did almost like 10 or 12 pieces like this one here, Chad. Wow. You do good work. It's his own. Yeah. So I think it will be really a nice view one day. After this war will be over, to go and see the real uh, sunshine and see the 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 sea one more time. Does anybody else have any anything you'd like to ask them? Fote, they're asking, do you have a shelter? You and your family have a shelter to go to? In fact, uh, now I'm saying now I'm in, in the shelter room. Uh, in, the, in this apartment, we have the shelter room. So this is here, the shelter room. Hopefully, hopefully we will not need to use it. We did many times anyway, but hopefully we will not uh, need to use it again. But yes, we do have a shelter room. And you know something? Uh, 
honestly, which is not nice to say, but I feel that if it's my day to die, I'm ready to die. Hopefully it's not the day, but if it's the day, honestly, I'm ready to see Jesus. Now, is it is it mandatory that uh, there in Israel that you have uh, the, the shelters, or is it just something that you put in yourself? No, in fact, uh, these days it's mandatory in every single uh, home, every single apartment, uh, whenever you will build something. You cannot take any permission from the municipality or the city hall without having these shelter rooms. And I think uh, in this region, we need it, uh, Chad. I think we need it. Anybody else have any questions? Your wheels are turning. I still look forward to seeing you somewhere at 25, so good. Hey, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Me and John, uh, John Owens is talking Friday about you, and we're oh. hoping everything works out. We can still see you in February. God willing, God willing, February. Honestly, don't know, but hopefully, let's pray that it's, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, hopefully within two weeks we can tell uh, really Chad uh, within two weeks we can tell what's going on uh, I don't think that this year there's going to be any tour honestly even a lot of pastors they contact me they ask me if uh, they have to hold their tours and my tip was honestly just to postpone their tours for this year uh, I'm trying to be uh, objective seriously Chad uh, I don't think that uh, with the uh, circumstances the one we have these days uh, tours that will come in November or in December. Uh, because when the war will be over, I know that it's really safe for me. Uh, but people will be afraid of it. And I think it's going to take some time. But I believe that uh, the beginning of the year, things will be back to normal. If the war will be over next week, trust me, I'll be ready to tour from the day after it. Because I know that if the war is over, it's over. There's no chance to start again. Uh, I was talking today to Sammy. You know Sammy, the yeah. owner of NetTours. So today, after church, I saw him by chance. And uh, in fact, uh, both of us, we agreed that after this war, this country at least will have maybe five to ten years, quiet time, peace with no war. Hopefully, we, we, we are praying that no more war at all. But you don't know when the evil will come again. Uh, but I think that after this war, things will be quiet for years and years. And for the tours for 2024, I think uh, the majority of these tours... God willing, they will come and uh, they will be able to travel. So hopefully. Yeah, you guys will have a lot more to talk about uh, with the tours next year after going through this. And uh, you can actually see the hand of God on you guys right now and on that country. You know, you know, Chad, uh, just uh, October the 5th, I was in Megiddo, the area of Armageddon. I was with this church, and uh, we were talking just right there. I was just talking about uh, the book of Daniel, the book of uh, Revelation, and we were talking about Ezekiel. And honestly, Chad, uh, I was just telling the group uh, with the pastor, his name is Pastor Zach Terry. So I was just telling the group that uh, I think that uh, sooner rather than later, you know, we will have something. And I said, maybe tomorrow or the day after tomorrow or maybe a year from now. But you know something, Chad, seriously, uh, I don't think that whatever is happening, it's against me personally, seriously, or against you personally. I think it's against the will of God. It's against, uh, it's against, it's against God. They are anti-Christ. They are anti-God. Uh, you know, people, they'll say that we hate them. I don't hate them. I, I pray for them. 
because I think they are blind. They need uh, maybe prayers just to open their eyes. So if they have Jesus in their heart, this never will happen. Never someone will kill anyone if he has Jesus in his heart, uh, Chad. But I think, yes, it's anti-God uh, acts. It's anti-God's act. And hopefully one day they will open their eyes and they will see the truth. Because if they know the truth, they will be free. All right, what we're going to do for you and your family, and I know that you got them in bed and stuff right now, but we're going we're going to pray for you and your family in the country as well. I'm going to I'll open up, and I, I'm, if Bob don't mind to close out, but uh, just just know we love y'all and uh, and we appreciate you greatly, and thank you for your time today uh, for doing this. It's uh, I think it the church knows how much I, I care about Israel, and and we all know how we are to uh, to pray for Israel and the peace there. And uh, this helps Amen. so much. It, it, it paints a, a, a better picture. Uh, they know as many times I've been over with you since I, well, every time I've been there, I've been at this church. So um, it, when I come back, I paint a, a more vivid picture of the scripture when I preach. And this helps them paint a, a, a more vivid picture as they pray now, being able to hear you and hear your heart. And we appreciate that greatly. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before we pray, does anybody have any questions? What's your question? We've got a four-year-old thinking about a question for you. I'm here. I'll just wait for her question. <laughs> All right, guys. Yes, well, ask me what. Go ahead, Fote. I think it's a typical four-year-old question. There's not a question. <laughs> All right, we're going to do is we're going to pray for you, and uh, and then I'll be back in touch with you either today or tomorrow. We'll I'll I'll follow up with you, and, and uh, hopefully we'll keep in touch as well this week. But I I've got a, a great peace after talking to you. It's really good, and I, hopefully it done the same thing for the congregation. Gives give them a peace in knowing what's going on over there. Amen. It's better to hear it firsthand than from, you know, the news outlets over here. All right, let's pray. Father God, this morning as uh, we come to you from different points around this world, we want to thank you. God, we thank you for your hand, your hand that is over Fote and his family, your hand that is on Israel right now. Father, we know right now that uh, they have the Iron Dome, but Lord, that country has something even greater. They have the strong arm of God around them right now. They have his hand of protection upon them right now. God, for those that, uh, the Jews that have lost loved ones through this time over the past two weeks, the horrifying tales that we're hearing right now about what has taken place, uh, God, we pray for those families right now. We lift them up to you, God, that, uh, that, God, that you will just have your will and way with those that, with Hamas that have done these dirty deeds, Lord, those that have been just cruel to a nation i pray god that you would you would judge them accordingly for that and god i pray as fote has prayed god for those in hamas lord those the the terrorists that are over there god we pray that you would soften their hearts because if they did have you in their hearts we know that none of this would take place god today we lift them up to you god we lift up the militaries not just uh iraqi or the uh, israeli militaries but god we lift up the allies 
that are there as well, U.S., uh, all of them that are there supporting Israel right now. I pray, God, that you would protect them and use them. And, God, I pray as the others pray as well that this would end quickly and peacefully with no more loss of life. God, we do lift up Fote and his family to you right now. Thank you for protecting them. Lord, I, I hate it dearly that they're having to experience this and they're having to experience the, the bombs and all that they've had to go through in the past couple of weeks. But, God, I pray that this has brought them closer together as a family. And, Lord, today we pray that it has brought them closer together as brothers and sisters and as a nation. And, Lord, we just thank you for blessing them. We love you this evening, and God, I pray again a special blessing upon Fote and his family and the country of Israel as well. Bob. Father God, we do thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for your hand of protection being upon this brother and his family. Lord, we do thank you for Fote and Lord, the ministry that he has is, is not only as has been shared already, that he's not just a tour guide, but he shares his faith and, and gives testimony of you and your work in his life uh, throughout the, uh, the tours and the trips. We pray that uh, not only would he continue to be protected, but we know that you have told us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and, and for all of Israel. Lord, we lift them up to you, and, and Lord, we know that you have a purpose and you have a plan, and, and so we just pray that that others would see that purpose, that they would see that plan, and, and that you would use this, even this time of turmoil, that you would use this time of, of war to bring about peace in the hearts of, of those who uh, would be against you, Lord, for those that just don't know you. We pray that, uh, that you would use opportunities uh, like this to be able to share the gospel. We thank you for the ministry that's taking place during this time, the relief efforts that are taking place by Christians throughout the nation and pray that you would open doors uh, to be able to share the gospel and that, that you would be glorified even in this. Lord, you tell us in your word, you promise us in your word that, that all things work together for good for those that love you and are called according to your purpose. And so again, we just thank you for, for bringing good out of this evil. And Lord, we thank you for what you've done. We praise you for who you are. And we thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Fote. Hey, I'm right here. I got one thing to tell you. You're the best. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we do. We love you. And we appreciate your time this morning to do this with the church. And Thank you. Um, yeah, like I've always told you, if you need something, you know where to find us. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. We'll turn you loose. Love you, brother. I love you. All right. We'll talk to you later, okay? Thanks. Thank you. Record. I'm going to let that do its thing. Sure is handy, ain't it? Well, I'll tell you right now, um, and it's not a time thing by no means. I'm not going to preach because I don't want to mess that up. Um, I was going to preach out of Genesis uh, chapter 25 on obeying the will of God, and I'll just put that in my back pocket and hang on to that for a little bit later. Um, but I will say this. 
um, and he said it too. What's going on is outside the will of God. And that country, if any country knows the will of God, it is that country. And it, what happens if you don't follow the will of God? And that is, that's probably one of the hardest things for us to think about because we're not in the boat that they're in. We're not under the persecution. We don't have a north and a south coming up from both sides attacking us. We don't have to worry about the threats of the bombs the, and the, the, the persecution that the Jews are going through right now, which I read some stories this morning that broke my heart that I'm not going to talk about behind the pulpit. But if you've kept up with what Hamas has done to the Jewish women, the things that come out this morning about that whole situation, it broke me when I heard what they did. So um, we're gonna, I want you all to keep praying. We're going to pray again as we leave here. We're going to pray for Israel. Um, Fote was a better option to speak to this church. Uh, Ralph, the other one that, that we'll talk to, and, and he may speak at some point. Uh, he's a little bit more gruff, I guess. Fote relates better to the churches. And I love both of them dearly. Uh, Bob has been doing the same thing I've been doing. We're keeping up with the ones that we know over there. And it, it's brought more peace to me being able to speak to them like we have spoken to them. Uh, Fote and his family are, are dear to us. Fote is the one that uh, me and Bob and Sahara took to, uh, to Spruce Pine a couple months ago to meet Andy Willis and, and talk to his church. So that's the one that we, we toted down to to the steakhouse. Couldn't help it. You go to Spruce Pine. That's about the only thing to do is go to the steakhouse. So we took him for a good meal. And, um, but I do want y'all to continue to pray. It's not over with. Hopefully it's on the verge of being over with. But we're, we are going to end on that today. I just want that to stay fresh on your heart, on your mind. Um, what's going on and what we need to do. Keith mentioned it a while ago. I mentioned it, I think, Wednesday night. I think it was Wednesday night when I talked about social media. Stop. Don't watch social media. When it comes to what's going on in Israel, do not pay attention to anything you see there. Read your Bible. All right. There's too many conspiracy theorists out there that are telling you what's getting ready to take place. They're wrong. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So read your Bible. You can watch the news if you want to. That's one thing. But social media, there's just too many people out there that are just turning this thing upside down, and it's wrong. Just pray. That's all I can ask y'all to do is just pray for this country, uh, pray for these dear families. There's some great men and women over there. There's some godly men and women over there, some wonderful friends, brothers and sisters over there. Um, even, you know, the Jews can be hateful, but we still got to pray for them. They can be hard to work with, but we still need to pray for them because they're just as lost as Hamas is. They're just as lost as, as the terrorists are. They're just as lost as the people in Avery County that don't know Jesus. They're all the same. They're, they're all lost. They need Jesus. And so as we pray for that country, pray for a revival. That's, that's one, of the, one of the things that I guess is my prayer right now for Israel is that when this is said and done, that a great revival will break out. I think what a better place for a revival to break out than a place that just goes through a, a, a war, uh, almost a holy war, than a revival to break out there and to see, let the world see not just the military side, but just see the, the miraculous side of Jesus Christ and his hand upon this country. Uh, it's going to be a great thing. Whatever takes place, though, will be a great thing. And we know God's will will be done.
through this this uh, this war right here. Does anybody have any questions this evening? I, I know it's it's not probably what you expected, but and it's not what I expected either. But but you you can't ask any more questions. You've you've used up all your questions. <laughs> Please, this is Bob Garbett, by the way. If y'all hadn't met Bob. All right, we're going to continue to pray for, for them and all that we have going on uh, here stateside too because I know there's a lot. So let's pray. Lord God, this morning as uh, we've had an opportunity to hear directly uh, from your country, from one of your people, God, from one of our brothers, and I, I want to thank you, Lord, for his heart. And I pray again for that family as well and all the other families that have been affected. God, uh, it's an honor to stand here today, here in America, and lift up the country of Israel to you right now. It's an honor to pray for those that are being persecuted and are suffering right now. It's an honor to be able to petition on their behalf from right here behind the pulpit, from inside your church, with your people as well. God, I pray today for peace. God, I pray for a peace to fall upon Israel. God, this morning I pray for a peace to fall upon the hearts of Hamas and those that support Hamas. God, I pray this morning for a peace to fall upon the Palestinians and their hearts. God, I pray that you would soften their hearts. God, I pray that there would be a witness there somewhere that can reach out to those that are involved in this war. God, and speak to them, touch their hearts, soften their hearts. May the gospel be preached and the love of Jesus be shown to those evil individuals. God, we know through your word that no one can get too far away to be saved. No matter how evil they might be right now, they can, if they would just call upon the name of the Lord, be saved. God, I pray this morning that as our churches are gathering, as churches around America, North Carolina, here in Avery County, as we're all praying for this country, God, I pray that, we'd pray that that we would lift up those that are lost. God, we would see salvation come from this war. God, I pray this morning for, uh, for revival to take place after this war. Lord, I pray for uh, your strong hand to continue to stay strong, for your loving arm to continue to stay wrapped around this country, for that hand of protection to be upon the Israeli government, the military, the allies that are helping. God, protect them. Send them all home safely to their families. And God, at the end of this war, we're going to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory for whatever takes place. We do thank you again for this moment that you've given us here in Chestnutdale Baptist Church to pray for a country that's so dear and sweet to our hearts and for a brother and his family that means so much to me individually. And I pray, God, today that as we leave this place, we not forget this country and what's taking place. What an honor it is to pray on their behalf. We love you this morning. We praise you and we thank you. All this in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, we will we'll end on that. We are we did start Wednesday night on uh, the 23rd Psalm. We're going to go through the book and uh, it actually started out pretty good. Um, we got what three or four pages into it, but it started out pretty good. So if you can be here uh, Wednesday night, we're going to keep going through the, the 
a, shepherd's, uh, a shepherd looks at the 23rd Psalm as our Bible study for the next several weeks. Good day, and God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much.